Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And here's your host, Conrad Cushman. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are here today to talk about NXT TakeOver Portland preview and predictions. Now, if this is your first time joining us, please make sure you help out the channel. How can you do that? It's simple, it's easy, and it's free. First and foremost, I need you guys to hit a freaking super kick on that like button make sure you hit the like button helps more people see the videos helps it pop up in people's recommendations suggested videos so help a brother out with that now how else can you guys help out another very simple and easy way join the chat make sure you guys are in here talking being lively and i will make sure that you guys have your voices heard uh going through this nxt takeover portland card we're gonna run down all the matches talk some wwe stuff if you guys want maybe take some questions at the end let's see how everything goes see how we're feeling and also if you guys don't know this is being recorded live on youtube but at the same token you guys can listen to this on different audio platforms. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. All of that is in the link tree in the description below, so you guys can check that out. Uh, greatly appreciate that. And guys, let's get into this. And if you watch this after the fact, excuse me before we do that. If you guys watch this after the fact, make sure that you guys are in the comment section leave me a comment tell me who you guys think is going to win at nxt takeover portland are you excited for this card tell me something down below with that being said we also have some sponsors to talk about a uh, quick shout out to my good friends at powerslam.tv one of the best streaming sites if you guys love independent pro wrestling and you guys can get your first month free on me by using the code epw show all one word EPW show and you guys get your first month free on me from powerslam.tv so go in check it out and tell me what you guys think let's see who we got in the chat here right now we've got Mr. Floodwater in the house what is going on Flood uh, Doug is in the house Donnie Suarez Donnie what's up man Donnie I saw that you said uh, this Tim Storm thing in the everything pro wrestling Facebook group via Rob what are you doing brother what are you doing to me, man? Uh, he sent in uh, Tim Storm getting beat up by Big Daddy V from like 2007. It's not right, my good friend. Not right. Um, yes, we are talking NXT TakeOver Portland. We're going to get into that. But I kind of want to start off this show talking about the WWE Network. 
Now, there's a lot of things that we could talk about with this, and I'm actually going to pull up my phone right now to uh, find a direct quote from all the sources and everything that comes with it. Now, what am I talking about? This is about Vince McMahon and the quarterly call that happened. Uh, we saw big things like WWE 2K20, a big loser uh, in the WWE's overall money scheme this year. I'm not going to get too deep into everything they did for the quarter. I don't want to get too deep into that stuff. But WWE 2K20 was a big loser. That's one of the big things I took away from this. But Vince McMahon's explanation of the WWE network and exactly how he plans on monetizing certain pay-per-views is something I think is well worthy of being talked about. And I am trying here to see if I can pull up the quote here from uh, one of these here. Let me see who this is from. Uh, do, 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 do. I don't know if this is. Uh, we're going to go with, I guess we're going to go with a Dave Meltzer quote. I can't find the exact Vince quote at the moment, but he said, and I quote, the idea of selling WWE pay-per-view rights to another streaming service, essentially what UFC did with ESPN, you know, obviously Vince saw that deal and he's like, they got $200 million guaranteed and now they don't even have to sell a pay-per-view. Um, they don't even have to sell a network. They just got the money guaranteed. And I'm sure Vince was like, Bellator got all this money. To Vince, the, the Bellator money wasn't big, but for Bellator, it was huge. And I think he saw that uh, Alvarez got $360 million, And it's like these people are willing to spend this kind of money for our pay-per-view product. So let's go out there and sell it. There are plenty of people who want to see it. Uh, essentially, what they're talking about is Vince McMahon alluded in the fourth quarter that... Why not sell the WWE Network's pay-per-views to other streaming providers? It could be someone like, we've heard rumors of Amazon being interested, little Jeff Bezos. Uh, Flood wants to know where you can listen to that call. Uh, I think there's a place where you can download it, Flood. Uh, a Google search will have it pop up, though, but there are some places where you can listen to the call at. Um, and if you own stock, you can obviously hear it. We also had... Uh, some different different things in there. Fox may be interested. And I'm curious to know how the live chat feels about them selling the pay-per-view rights. Are you okay if it's just WrestleMania? Are you pissed because you're so used to the $9.99 um, to get all the pay-per-views? Because in my opinion, this really, really hurt them. And I know some people are like, well, what do you mean? How did this hurt them? You basically gave the kid candy before dinner. You gave us the WrestleMania. You gave us everything associated with it. And now it's kind of a little too late. Like, you can't just say, oh, here it is, and that's the end of it. This is what this is what you're going to get now. You also, so here, here's, let's talk good, bad, ugly. What's good about this? More people will be able to see their pay-per-views. Uh, not a bad thing. You can go on to Fox, Amazon, wherever. People will be willing to pay it, I assume, and you'll be able to see the WrestleMania pay-per-view. Another good thing, this show probably wouldn't be 12 hours long. We're not going to get this whole, it starts at 4 and it goes all the way until past midnight. Not necessary, not needed. The bad. 
Do you really want commercials in between a show like WrestleMania? Because Vince said that this could happen as soon as WrestleMania, basically. He's already had talks about this. Who knows? Uh, commercials, I give, it breaks up the monotony, but at the same time, you can't, you can't tell me you're going to have commercials between the matches. Unless they structure the match card differently. It's going to be very different to see something like this. Um, let's see here. Uh, he's in NWA, some random match from WWE ECW. Yes. Blame Donnie for that, Doug. Um, Flood says that WW2K20 stunk. Shocker. Uh, John L. Jackson, what is going on, brother? Good to have you in here, my friend. Doug said using a different streaming service is trash, in his opinion. Uh, Flood says, I'll keep my network because the new pay-per-views will be added anyway. Good point. Good point. What's going on, Sean Harrington? I saw him in the AEW Dark chat earlier. Uh, I thought that was a good show as well. I thought NWA Power was good tonight too. Uh, yeah, but WrestleMania would have commercials disrupting the matches. Yes. Donnie says no commercials and Doug says it ruins the flow, but you're going to have to have those. Because it offsets the cost, and that's how Fox makes their money back on it. If they're the ones who get it, or Amazon, or whoever, you're gonna have to have commercials. You gotta think of it like the Super Bowl, or a, a I don't know, flood, maybe a big football match or soccer match that you guys would have over in Ireland. Like you're going to have to have stuff to offset the cost. And to me, the ugly. The uh, the ugly is you hurt the WWE Network. You've been taking away reasons for us to have it, in my opinion. At least a person like me, I love the WWE Network for several reasons. Number one, classic content. I can always go back. It helps with the podcast. Uh, I can go back, do a retro review on something, and I do have some of those lined up for you guys, I promise. Uh, you can go back, do a retro review, and bada bing, bada boom. It's there. It's done. It's great. Cool, right? Now, at the same token, you have to see the other side of this. Yes, you have all of this beauty of the network is there. We can watch classic content. Great. But what about now? Now, you are able to go in. I can watch a pay-per-view while it's live. I can go back and watch it later. Whatever. I get that. But I like the live content. I love watching Stone Cold stuff. But when these aren't live, when I have to go and pay more money, I'm less likely to pay for the network. Who wants to go and watch a pay-per-view somewhere else when it comes down to this? Not hating. I'm just saying. There's a lot of things to think about when it comes to all these decisions that Vince is making. And could this be the reason why two of his top people left and his succession plan is now gone? Who's in charge if Vince is gone now? Do they know what they're doing? Are they prepared? These are these are reasons why the stock has went down. And if I can look right now to see what the stock is at, I'm going to tell you guys the 52-week high, the 52-week low for WWE. Stock market, uh, at least the ones that I follow, did pretty good today. So, But let's look at it. Today, they're at $42.74 uh, as of the close of the market. They also already lost money after hours. Now, let's look here. 52-week low, they made it to $40.25. 52-week high, $100.45. This stock is jumping everywhere. 
I think people lost a lot of confidence and they did a lot of scary things in the world of stocks. Uh, people get fearful when there's big leadership changes and why did this happen? People want to know why. So you've got some interesting things here. Uh, Chris Matthews in the house. What's going on, Chris? He said nod to the commercials. It's going to be there, guys. I'm telling you, if it goes to Fox, Amazon, or someone else, you will have commercials. It's like the Super Bowl. Um, let's see here. Doug says he feels bad that he's so far behind on power. It's on YouTube, Doug. You can always catch up. And like I said, the episodes are usually an hour. And I think next week they're taking a week off so you can get back in on that. Uh, Derek comes in yelling, woo, what's going on, D? Uh, Lance the film guy, what's happening, Lance? Good to have you in here, brother. Uh, Malik Murray says, Triple H, please take over. WWE Vince is going to kill the company. Vince is a smart man, but Vince is putting his money first. And that gets complicated with corporate law and stuff, too. I'm sure you guys hear me say it all the time. Uh, I studied business in school, so I understand a lot of it. Vince is kind of forced into doing some of these things. Even if he thinks it's a bad idea, he has to do it because he would eventually get voted out of power, I think. Uh, Sean Harrington says, The problem is that they don't throw commercials on a football game during the flow of the game. WWE does throw commercials in there from each, which will kill the flow of the matches, and it wouldn't be able to get caught up. Good point. Uh, Flood says, Shane is next, in my opinion. Good luck with that, because I don't know how Vince feels about Shane. Uh, I felt like Stephanie was the heir apparent, but I feel like Triple H can always run the wrestling side of it, Flood. Um, Triple H is going to effing take uh, Vince and make WWE. That message went away. Um, somebody retracted that. Uh, Shane is the only McMahon family member who could take over due to his experience in the stock and owning a cable company in China. Good point, Sean. A lot of people may not remember that Shane did own... Uh, a company in China, which did pretty well. They did a uh, video on demand services. Um, it'll build up by mania, but now if you're in the stocks, bye. Uh, no recommendation for me. I don't. I don't want to give anybody any of that stuff, uh, especially on a YouTube video. So invest in what you know and do your own thing. That's what I tell people. Uh, Netflix could be another carrier flood. That's a good point. Netflix is looking for content too because they have a lot of people trying to compete with them with the uh, video on demand stuff. So good point. If it's on Amazon, it shouldn't have commercials unless it's like one ad after every match. You could do that. You could make it pretty high pricing, Sean, if they think it's worth it. Elijah Washington, what's up, brother? Good to have you in here, man. Um, We've talked about it. And speaking of stuff being taken off the network, NXT has been taken off the network. So this is something that's going to really impact everything that's going on. Uh, I've been very saddened that NXT isn't on there anymore, but it got expanded to two hours. It's live on USA. It's a little bit more fun and exciting, and it's competing with AEW. I get it. I completely get it. But I just miss having that on the network whenever we are ready to watch it. It's just a sad thing, you know? Um, to me, they're just diluting the network more and more, and it's becoming harder and harder to understand why I pay $10 a month for it. And I, and I get it. Look, the old school content is a steal for $10 a month, but I want reasons to get on it and watch it more often than just doing a review for the podcast. They have to give me more reasons. I love the Stone Cold stuff, but that comes and goes as easy as that. Same thing with uh, Conrad Thompson, Bruce Pritchard show. Love that. Gone. You guys got to put stuff on there that people want to see. Uh, did USA pay extra for NXT? We don't know. That was not 
uh, listed in there, Flood. So no money has been said, but I'm pretty sure they are getting money for it. The rumor is $30 million. Don't know, though. Uh, no more one day on the network. It's on there the next day, but it's at 10 o'clock at night, and it's almost two days at that point for someone who has a regular job. Uh, I'm just putting it in my shoes, Doug, for that. Uh, what if they put all the pay-per-views on Fox? I don't think you should put all of them on there because then the network is worthless, John L., at that point. Uh, what are we paying 10 bucks for? Uh, I agree. Liked having NXT on air on Thursday, the next day on the network. Yeah. Uh, Elijah said... Uh-oh. Oh, he's getting into the matches. Elijah, we're about to get into these right now. Uh, Ride Along. I'm not a fan of Ride Along. Don't like that show. And Table for Three is great. I enjoy that as well. Uh, I go back and usually binge watch a lot of those uh, on nights when I'm just sitting at home and I have nothing to do. Uh, I prefer listening to Stone Cold's podcast instead of the Broken Skull Sessions. Sean, you got to prefer listening to this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Stone Cold, yeah, he's great, man. I love Stone Cold's podcast. I love the Broken Skull Sessions, too. I feel like they're kind of like cut off too short, but I think that could lead to maybe having a part two with someone. Like Taker and Austin could have had at least a three-part episode, and Kane, I think, could have had two as well. These guys just have so much knowledge. But let's get into the reason why you guys are all here, and it is NXT TakeOver Portland preview and predictions. We're going to go through the entire card right now and give our preview predictions. I want to go through match by match, hear what you guys think of the current matches that we're talking about, and uh, I'll probably read some of your comments that are going on. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. The early 1990s was a great time to be a child. Remember the feeling when you were young, running through the aisle of your local toy store, or wishing for that present under the tree? That feeling is no longer in the past with the unofficial wrestling figure retrospective. It was a period of change for the WWF and also for the figures. Back when everyone was a superstar and became names you'd remember almost 30 years later. So read the book before it pins you one, two, three. Let's get into this. And I see some people in here. We got a couple who haven't hit that like button yet. Do me a favor, man. Come on. Come on. Super kick that like button, baby. And help a brother out with that. Uh, Brandon Anderson in the house. What's going on, B? He says it's... uh, Come on with the outcast. Uh, now, players, if you choose, he's coming in here with rap music. You ain't getting me taken off the air uh, with your outcast rhymes. Uh, how do you not like Ride Along? Doug, I just don't watch Ride Along. To me, it's kind of eh. It's just them talking in the car, being silly. I, I've just, it never appealed to me. Um, let's get into this. So, NXT TakeOver Portland is going to be happening February 16th at 7 p.m. Pre-show starts at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. 
The location is the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon, and it's available on the WWE Network to all subscribers for right now. And first month is free if you're a new subscriber. WWE, pay me. Uh, just plugged your stuff here. Let us get into the match card and what we have ahead of us. First match I would like to talk about, guys, is a street fight. Let us talk about Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. Now, this goes back to Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox being the bestest of best friends. Dakota Kai being added to Rhea's War Games team. And then Dakota turned on Tegan Knox. Dakota Kai beat the hell out of her. And I thought it was really good stuff uh, how they did that heel turn, how she turned on her. Uh, took advantage of taking out her her knee and her leg. Uh, she did really good stuff. So Dakota Kai has really impressed me in her heel turn. And I think she's got a really cool Titan Tron. Uh, it's just her beating up Tegan Knox. So good for Dakota. And I really feel like this feud needs a little bit more in this. I don't know what you're designing here to do or what the end game is. So I'm kind of interested in this one. Uh, Tegan Knox has battled injuries going back to the Mae Young Classic. Um, I feel like Triple H took it kind of personal due to his injuries on his quads and her dealing with her similar leg injuries for both legs. He's got to feel for her a little bit. So I think he's got a soft spot in here for her uh, when it comes <laughs> when it comes down to it. And yeah, it's going to be really interesting um, seeing what's going to happen with this matchup. I think you're, we're going to get a lot of unique spots. We're going to see a lot of cool things. And in my opinion, in the end here, um, I don't know who gets the win here. I feel like they're going to save the blow off for NXT television versus uh, TakeOver. I don't know, though. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this leads to somebody trying to do this again. I, I'm going to say that Dakota Kai picks up the win here. She needs to continue this feud. I almost said food. Uh, she needs to continue this feud and keep it going for a little bit more this could continue until takeover tampa so we've got options here we've got things to do uh live chat what do you guys think of this one here let's see um sean harrington and elijah were in here talking back and forth lance says what are your thoughts on the upcoming ruthless aggression era documentary series uh, Lance, save that for me at the end, and I will answer that for you because I do have some thoughts on that. Um, people are jumping to some different matches we haven't talked about yet, but interesting, interesting what I'm reading. Uh, Sean Harrington is, they're still talking about Ride Along. Derek's telling someone to bring me my money. <laughs> uh, that term was awesome, Doug said, 100% agree. Uh, Donnie says this is going to be an awesome street fight. The back and forth is going to be really great. Dakota Kai has the best Titantron in history. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Dakota, the 2021 Royal Rumble winner. Flood, stop with your ABCDs of the Royal Rumble. Um, Sean says, I thought it would be a last man standing match. I think they're saving that, though, for uh, the next one. Uh, but Tegan took the win on TV, so I think Kai wins this street fight. Uh, I agree. I think she's going to do something real punkish, and she's going to end up maybe choking her out with the leg brace. She's going to do something really bad to her legs or knees, I feel like, to get the win here. Uh, this street fight is going to be like Gargano Ciampa. Woo! That was a good one, too. 
Malik, Malik's put, that's a bold statement too. Uh, Sean Harrison says, I love Tegan. I got a huge crush on her. Honestly, especially watching her uh, left, right, left, right. <laughs> you guys are wild, wild. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a fun match though. I really can't wait to see what they do with this. Uh, I see no issues with what we're going to have popping with this one. Let us get to the next match here. Let's talk about the NXT North American Championship match. We are going to have Mr. Bask in his glory, Keith Lee um, versus Dominic Dijakovic. Do you know how long it took me to practice saying that name to where I got it right? So um, Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee have put on bangers of matches. And I think this time they know they have to over deliver because we've seen all the great matches. Go back. Look at NXT television. They've put them on. They're all sitting right there on the network for you. Take out your PlayStation. Take out your phone. Take out your tablet. Look them up. These matches have been phenomenal. And I think this is what led to Keith Lee starting to get pushed and recognized more. Because for months, he wasn't on takeovers. He wasn't in the spot. And then people started getting behind Keith Lee. And then he started getting crazy spots like catapulting Adam Cole into the crowd. Uh, going face-to-face and knocking Brock Lesnar off his feet at Survivor Series, powerbombing the hell out of Roman Reigns. Keith Lee is someone not to be messed with, and I'm happy to see him get his push. But I don't want to crap on Dominic Dijakovic at the same time. This dude has been amazing. Someone for his height should not be doing all these flips that we see. Um, These are just big dudes who are just amazing. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic reminds me of Sean O'Hare. I'll say it. Uh, He's really, really good. And he could be a future player for them if he plays his cards right. Um, Let us see what the chat is saying about this one. Uh, Doug says, aren't they a tag team? No, they teamed up kind of for uh, Survivor Series. But they've shied away from that and they went back to their singles feud for NXT. Um, Let's see here. They'll hit it. Uh, bask in the glory of Keith Lee, who Sean Harrington says retains, and I am with Sean Harrington as well. I have Keith Lee winning this one in what I think could be a potential match of the night. I'm going to say it. They could steal the show in this one. I think it's going to be tough because I th- I see there's a lot of good matches on this card. We ha- we have we got to go through all of them. Uh, so this one could be match of the night. It could steal the show. Uh, this legitimate, this match legit gone a full, wait, this match legit gone a near full year. Yeah, this has been a long time going back and forth with all this. Uh, man, do you think Keith Lee will be a good heel or not? Malik, I think Keith Lee can do whatever he damn well pleases. He has the size and the ability to do whatever. Uh, I fear that Keith Lee, I thought when he was singing those Christmas songs, that he was going to get himself booked into a singing angle because I think he can sing too. I don't know if you guys saw him sing, uh, have a Merry Christmas. I'm not much of a singer. I I rap more than that. But uh, yeah, Keith Lee can sing, man. Let this dude rock out. And I think they will. I think Keith Lee's entertaining. Keep him where he is right now. And he is on the road to becoming NXT champion in my opinion. Um, a lot of people are expecting this uh, to continue on. And Sean Harrington corrected himself. He said feud, not match, uh, is what he meant before. Connor, what is going on, brother? How are you, sir? Thank you for joining us. 
let us get into the next match. Now, when we look at what else is on this card, what else could we be looking forward to? Easily. The NXT Tag Team Championship. We have Undisputed Era's Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus the Broserweights, the winners of the Dusty Classic, Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, easily my favorites to win the Dusty Classic as soon as Matt Riddle explained why they were called the Broserweights. Now, there's only one question that I have for you guys about this match. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? <laughs> Matt Riddle is a fool on the last episode of NXT when he said that. And he almost had the crowd chanting. He tried. It was just an awkward thing to say. One of those tongue twisters. But um, I love Matt Riddle. He's always having fun. Still calling out Brock Lesnar. He doesn't care. What are you going to do to the guy? And he's shooting a shot. Let him take a chance at this. Uh, Jordan is in the house. B-Boy Skyline, what is going on, brother? Thank you for joining us. Uh, he comes in, and we have not gotten to that match yet. Jordan, save that. We will get to it. Uh, Sean Harrington is... Oh, I think that was about Keith Lee. He could pull off heel or face. Flood says Matt Riddle sucks. I disagree, Flood. I think Matt Riddle is gold. I love Matt Riddle. Uh, got the perfect, perfect attitude. Him and Pete Dunn are like the opposites that just work together. Uh, Pete Dunn's so serious, and they're they're saying like you're gonna get smoked. It makes sense with Riddle's personality. If you all know him, it's gonna be dope, bro. Uh, they're really good. Uh, they should have called themselves Joint Manipulation. <laughs> Doug, I see what you did there. Watch the caps locks, my friend. Uh, all the fish. All the fish. Uh, he could probably fry a lot of fish. You never know. Bobby Fish is a nice dude, too. Um, this is going to be a really fun tag match, but I believe that this is the downfall of the Undisputed Era in this one. Uh, I think that they've been tag champions twice now. To me, there's not a lot left for them to do. They have conquered everything in the spots that they are in. Uh, the Undisputed Era have been great tag team champions. I feel like you could always put the belts on them and get great matches out of them. But I think it's time to let someone else shine at this point. And Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle, they're kind of in an awkward spot. But I think as a tag team, they can excel and give them something to do. So... Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle win. I think they're going to use their unique offense to pick up the victory in this one. Uh, so I'm calling new tag team champions when it comes to this match. Uh, let's see. Sean Harrington says he is from Boston, so frying fish comes natural to making fish and chips. <laughs> uh, you guys, Fish Fry Friday. You never know, man. You guys got me thinking about it now. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good match here. And we're going to take time to uh, pause for the cause here. A little water break here for me. I know Donnie loves it when we take a pause for the water. Uh, Matt Riddle is dope. See what you did there as well, Donnie. And uh, Pete Dunn is the future. He actually did not mean that in any type of way. I'm taking it out of context. Um, Elijah Washington says, Pete Dunn and Riddle is like the new age RVD and William Regal. Ooh. I see the comparisons. I see him a little bit. Um, let's see here. Sean says, I agree, Conrad. It wouldn't have been my personal choice to dethrone Undisputed Era, but Riddle and Dunn will likely take it. 
But I don't think they're going to have a long run. Me either, but I think they're trying to figure out who's going where and what they're going to do in NXT right now because they have to plan forward and know what's happening uh, with a lot of their stuff. <laughs> uh, Derek says, does he cook it? I was natural to filet mignon or salmon. Knock it off. Uh, Flood said, good old H2O. All right, guys, let's get into another match that you guys have probably been waiting to talk about. Another potential match of the night. We have one of the longest reigning champions in NXT versus Mr. NXT TakeOver, in my opinion. We have Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Um, I love their face-to-face -face interaction that they had on NXT last week. Uh, they kind of had the black backgrounds, probably shot it in the same room. But I love that they were talking to one another, and it was just, oh, you're the guy who did this. And, you know, Finn was cutting Johnny pretty deep, saying, yeah, just like I took you out. And then it led to Gargano coming back with a shot of his own. He said, oh, that's pretty funny. I hope this isn't the guy who lost to Bobby Lashley 17 times in a row because Johnny Gargano will destroy that guy. And I loved it. I loved the intensity that came through. And uh, Finn said he was going to do all this other stuff. He, he had a nice closing line, but I remember Johnny's more so because he said that he is going to take the flag of NXT and drive it straight through Finn Balor's heart. This was good stuff, I thought. Uh, cheesy, maybe. Maybe some people will find it cheesy, but I liked it. It was classic pro wrestling at its finest. They have established who is the babyface, who is the heel, who is wanting NXT to succeed, and who is trying to destroy it to propel themselves off of it. So I like that everything has been established. I like Finn as a heel. He's been way more intense, and I like that... Uh, the shackles are off of him, so to speak. He's not being restricted in what he's saying. He kind of can do what he wants. I think he's been a much better fit on NXT than he was on the main roster for a lot of that time. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> everybody's talking about this water now. Um, you guys are putting up emojis. You think Finn took a pay cut going back to NXT? Flood? No, I think Finn is there as a favor and to rebrand himself if that's fair so i don't think he took a pay cut and i heard everyone from nxt just got a pay raise because of the uh going to usa so that's a good thing much respect to wwe for that um sean harrington says heartless finn balor wins <sighs> i don't know i don't know about this one because i feel like johnny gargano loses so much on these takeovers and you there's you got to be going one of two ways. To me, this is the next contender for the uh, title. So in my opinion here, I have to. Have to go with Johnny Gargano for the victory. I don't know how he does it. I think he's going to pull it out. And uh, he is going to figure out a way to beat Finn Balor in this match. And I think Finn takes the loss shockingly as he gets ready to go back to the main roster. So I'm going to call it now. I think Finn, after Mania, will be back on the main roster and Johnny Gargano needs this victory, and I think he will be in a very big featured match for NXT TakeOver Tampa. That's my prediction on this one here. Uh, I don't know if Donnie's calling Bullet Club Finn for the win, but he said Bullet Club Finn. Uh, Malik says that this is like the Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather match. This is going to be good. Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor. Uh, Connor says, is it Demon Finn or Human Finn? I think it's going to be regular Finn, evil Finn. Um, 
I don't think we see him do any of the body paint stuff right now. Uh, Floodwater says, I predict Finn wins in 19 minutes, 16 seconds. So Flood's calling for the 19-16 for the dub. Could be Flood. Could be. But I'm picking Gargano. I'm still standing behind that one. Uh, let me see. Thomas Polster is taking it back real quick before we move on. He says, thinking of Riddle slash Lesnar, I always see the famous Bane Breaks Batman's back scene. Uh, and I very much enjoyed this vision. First time I saw the bro... Uh, I thought he could easily top Sean's uh, 90s arrogance. I don't think it's the arrogance so much. I think Matt Riddle's very confident in what he does. But I would love to see like a story with him and Brock, which would be great. Like you said, Brock breaks this dude the first time when he fights him. Like Riddle comes in way too arrogant, and he ends up getting destroyed by Lesnar because he thought he was going to retire him like that. But then I think the end game could be Matt Riddle will eventually rise above get to the point to where he beats Brock Lesnar and Brock says, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with all of this. And it could be maybe an I quit match even. I think they could really do something dope with this. So I give it up. I want to see it happen. Uh, Let me see here. Uh-oh, I hope Finn Balor gets a new theme for this pay-per-view too. Uh, I think people like Finn's theme, but it, it doesn't fit him anymore either. Elijah brings up a good point with that too, to an extent. Uh, Sean says, Johnny is the only guy who can lose and stay over. Balor versus Ciampa versus Cole versus Gargano at Mania or TakeOver Mania weekend for the NXT World title. Mm. Good point. Good point. Johnny does stay over, but like I said, I think too many losses begin to hurt him. Um, And do I think Johnny Gargano is going to the main roster? No. I think they're going to build NXT off of him and all of his hard work. Uh, Johnny should be NXT for life. Johnny on the main roster would see him become another Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I think he would get stuck in that mid-card, depending on how quickly the buzz dies down with him. And he seems to be hurt often sometimes. See, like From all of his matches and the craziness that he does, tweaks his neck, he sits out for a few weeks. When he was the champ, I felt like he was barely on television. Honestly. So... That's my prediction for that match. I think I'm the lone wolf picking Johnny Gargano for the win there. Uh, but there's always one on the NXT pay-per-views. When we get these takeover cards, there's always one person who fools us and the match you think you know the result and then it whoop, flips and they get you. Uh, I'm pretty confident in that one, but that's probably going to be my upset match of the night. Let's talk about the NXT Women's Championship. I don't know if they're calling it the Women's Championship. I'm calling it that. I mean this out of respect. I just want to identify what the name is, so... Please don't be mad at me. Uh, and I noticed that they weren't doing that on the main roster. So I don't know where WWE stands as far as what they want to call their women's championship at this point. But that's what we're going to call it out of um, history, heritage, NXT women's champion. We've got Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Now, this match is kind of weird because you have a tale of... Rhea Ripley is the NXT Women's Champion, but she looks like she's going to be facing Charlotte at WrestleMania. That's been the setup for all of this, right? But Bianca Belair has been overlooked. She has not been given a thing out of this except for disrespect. Um, There's still one more week. We have tomorrow's show to build up to this match and see if we can get Bianca some heat, give her something going into this. I just feel like they're looking past her. I think she's going to put on a hell of a match. Bianca Belair has been a great performer. 
I thought she was going to be the one to dethrone Shayna Baszler. She was the first one that was like, she's going to beat Shayna. And she didn't. Um, and it, I don't know. I just can't believe she hasn't been NXT Women's Champion. And I don't think this is her night here. I really feel like they're going to stick with Rhea Ripley because that's who they're going with. The story is with her and Charlotte now. So they've kind of ruined this match result by already announcing that Charlotte is picking her. I see it, man. Uh, Rhea Ripley's going to pick up the win here with the Riptide. It's going to be a good match, but we're going to be disappointed with well, what's left for Bianca to do. And I feel like Bianca's ready for a main roster call-up, and I think she will be a women's champion, but I don't know if she'll be able to get the victory here with the NXT title. I, I don't know if she ever wins the NXT Women's Championship. That's just my honest opinion about it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ripley called it women's title Wednesday uh, and on Raw. Okay, thank you, Sean, for putting me up on that. Um, let's see here. Sean Harrington says he wants desperately for Bianca Belair to win this. Uh, same. This could become a triple threat match at Mania if you wanted it to be. But I think they're trying to avoid having back-to-back -back women's triple threat matches for the Rumble winners. Ripley loses via Charlotte and a three-way match at Mania is what Flood is calling. Uh, Belair is better in-ring performer and better on the microphone. Thomas Polster says, Rhea retains. Belair might be the champion after SummerSlam TakeOver, in my opinion. Connor says, why is Charlotte on an NXT pay-per-view? Charlotte is not, but Charlotte is going to challenge Rhea, we believe, for the NXT Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Uh, Sean Harrington says that he he would accept what Flood's idea was, which was Rhea loses via Charlotte and three-way at Mania. A lot of people would believe it, but I'm picking Rhea Ripley to go over in this one, uh, folks. Belair, I don't think, stays in NXT by the summer. I think she could succeed on the main roster on SmackDown. I'm with Sean. Bianca, in my opinion, is as good as gone out of there as soon as she can be. Let's talk the main event, shall we? The main event will be for the NXT Championship. We are going to have Adam Cole, baby! He is going to defend the NXT title against Tommaso Ciampa. I cannot chant daddy to Tommaso Ciampa. NXT is crazy down in full sail for always chanting daddy's home. And uh, Goldie, I thought they had a really good segment for the contract signing where Tommaso got his head busted open, powerbombed Adam Cole through the table like he said he would, and then signs the contract with blood dripping from his head and onto the title. It was an accident that made the moment even more poetic. Um, Tommaso Ciampa never lost the NXT Championship going all the way back to his feud with Johnny Gargano. This is when Gargano finally got the big win, which we all knew was coming that night. And I really, really wish that we got that match. I really do. I feel like we were robbed of it as well. Um, seeing Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa actually go against each other one last time, one-on-one, -on -one, to give a blow-off to that feud. What do we do here, though? Um, Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa. <sighs> I don't know how they do this. I honestly feel like they're going to take away a lot more stuff from this and do more things on TV in the lead-up. I think you're going to get some hot television angles. What am I saying all this to mean? 
we're going to see interference. We're going to see Gargano and Finn possibly interfere. If they want to go the route of the four-way, you easily could. But I feel Adam Cole will find a way to retain the championship. Um, I don't I don't think it'll be like Tommaso gets DQ, but Tommaso Ciampa is getting screwed out of this match. And I think he will either get his title shot back on television and then regain the belt to face Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver Tampa to put the the We Are NXT, this is our brand, check us out. This is the match that we promised these guys and we're going to deliver it now. That's how I see it. It could be a really big um, takeover moment for them when it comes to that. That's that's what I see. So I'm going to call Adam Cole for the win on this one. How he does it, I don't know, but I feel there will be a screw job type finish when it comes to this one. Uh, let's see here. I love the contract signing. Easily the best contract signing, Sean Harrington says. It, it, it just worked out great. He promised to put him through the table. He did that. He bled. The blood was everywhere. He smeared it. Tommaso Ciampa is crazy, so it worked out well for him. Uh, Malik Murray says, I feel like Johnny Gargano is turning on Tommaso Ciampa and we could have it, ooh, hell in a cell between those two. That would not be bad. But see, I can't see like Finn being the number one contender to go up against uh, Adam Cole. Like it's heel versus heel. That does not work in my opinion. Uh, was Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream not added to TakeOver? As far as when I last looked at this, no, that match was not added. Um, and if it was, I got Velveteen Dream winning, obviously. Uh, shout out to Velveteen Dream also for having Roddy's wife and his kid on his pants. Way too far, Velveteen Dream, but I'm glad you're back, brother. Uh, Elijah Washington said, wait, the Cruiserweight title is not uh, on the pay-per-view. I didn't see anything about Jordan Devlin getting a match, Elijah. Uh, I can't speak on to that, but let me see if I can find Lance asked me a question earlier here when it came up about uh, the ruthless aggression stuff that they were bringing up in here. Where is it? Do, 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 do. Scrolling through the chat. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Here it is. What are your thoughts on the Ruthless Aggression Era documentary series? I think it's great that they're doing something. I'm so tired of everything being about the Attitude Era. Um, it's nice to see the Ruthless Aggression be recognized. I know that a lot of the younger fans, uh, people in the chat, are from that era. And they want to hear about it a little bit more. To me, Ruthless Aggression was from, technically, I would say, like, 02 to 0405 ish until Cena and Batista won. Um, when they became world champions, everything kind of changed after that. But Ruthless Aggression was a lot of fun. They they did some good things in there. They did some bad things in there too that was like, ugh, ugh, horrible. But I think it'll be fun to relive all that and just go through it. It's something different and maybe you could be like, hey, I forgot about that. Um... Let's see here. Yeah, I thought the Cruiserweight title was on the card. Dream is another guy I could see winning the NXT Championship from Cole if Adam Cole wins over Ciampa. Yes, Velveteen Dream is someone who I could see on top winning the belt as well. I feel like he would have to go through the whole Undisputed Era to get there, though. So, who knows? There's a lot of op opportunities on this card. Uh, people brought up Gargano turning uh, on Ciampa. You could do that. You could do Velveteen Dream instead versus uh, Adam Cole. Velveteen Dream put on some 
damn good world title matches before. I don't know if you guys remember the one with Ciampa. I thought that was a very underrated match when they had that one. Um, yeah, Sean, I'm going to be sad about that too. I'm not even going to bring that up, what you just wrote though. Uh, because of the name in the, involved with it. Because I don't want to get on that subject because he was one of my favorites too. But same. Uh, how about an interference by Walter and crew taking down everybody ringside? No contest. You could, but that. But I think you've already blown off the uh, Imperium Undisputed Era match that everybody wanted to see. So where do you go from here? I don't know. I don't know wh what happens with the Velveteen Dream. Where does he land in all of this? You got different options, like I've been saying, guys. Uh, that would be TV for a dream to run through the UE. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that could be the lead up to TakeOver Tampa. Uh, Elijah Washington, Killer Cross debuts and, uh, ooh, Finn Balor. Ooh, he could be like his bad luck file, he's saying. That would be interesting. I like Killer Cross being signed to NXT. Uh, I think Killer Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux as a unit together, however you want to package them, on NXT, and I think you send Timothy Thatcher over to NXT UK to help that brand out as well. Have him work with Shawn Michaels. Things will be gravy when it comes to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. don't see a point in Walter to interfere. Uh, if Johnny turns on Ciampa, they got to change his theme and look. Mm, maybe. May I thought Johnny did a good job as heel, though, with Aleister Black and uh, Ricochet when he fought them for the uh, two takeovers. We'll see, though. And to me, that wasn't even really a heel turn. It was kind of he was willing to do anything to get back to Ciampa. But that's where people started to turn on him a little bit, too. They have options for this show. You could go Johnny and Tommaso for the title. You could go Cole and Velveteen Dream because maybe Cole was the one who put the hit out on Velveteen Dream's back. Who knows? People could turn heel. There's a lot of great things happening for this show, but I do want you guys to make sure that you are here on Sunday because we will be doing a live review of the show. Uh, hopefully, Derek and Donnie and whoever else is around will be joining me to talk about this live after the show, but I look forward to seeing what NXT TakeOver Portland has to offer, so make sure you are tuned into the channel and you click that subscribe button if you guys want to see what we're talking about on Sunday. Now, what else do we have lined up for the week, guys? Tomorrow, we will be back with our AEW Dynamite review. We're getting closer to AEW Revolution. Um, tomorrow's show is in Austin, Texas. We've got some pretty great matches lined up. Uh, I know we have Santana versus John Moxley, I for an eye. We also have a women's championship match, Nyla Rose versus Rio for the AEW women's title Lots of cool things lined up. So you guys are going to want to make sure you're checking this out on YouTube. Last week on Thursday, I did put out the AEW Dynamite feed up for the channel as a bonus review. Hopefully you guys are liking that. We're working on things here for the channel to try to improve. Big shout out to Salrex for the background for this one. Uh, he did a great job on all the NXT, Raw, and SmackDown backgrounds for me. I wish I had more opportunity to use them. So thank you, Salrex. Um... Let's see here. Donnie said live. Yes. We're going to have some fun tomorrow in the AEW Dynamite review here. And uh, folks, don't forget, man, uh, three days till Valentine's Day. Get your loved one a car. Get one for your mom. Get one for someone, a lucky lady in your life. Even if you just want to make her feel special for the day, hook her up. Whether it's flowers, chocolates, candies, jewelry, whatever you're going to do, teddy bear, 
Do it out of the kindness of your heart. Show some love. It's Valentine's Day, and hopefully someone shows you guys some love too. Uh, and thank you to everybody who was in the chat, anybody who is listening. I appreciate you guys. Much love from uh, everything pro wrestling. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We are out. Peace.